You are listening to Fanther Tracks. It's time to spin round the rim. This is Desert Planet Discs. Star Wars music in a single file. Here are your hosts, Carl Bayliss and Greg Robertson. Following live broadcast is recommended by the Imperial Council in the belief that your commitment to remain upstanding citizens will be reinforced. It is required viewing for all members of the Imperial Forces. Time now for Desert Planet Discs, brought to viewers everywhere in the hope that our own lives may be uplifted by the comparison and enriched with the gratitude of relief. This transmission is unrehearsed and unedited and is hereby begun without further comment as to its lack of moral value. gentlemen welcome to desert planet discs track 30 on the show we're going to be talking a lot about uh, the may 4th celebrations it's a wallet trap um <laughs> but uh, before we do that let's talk about the kicking off the show this week or this week this month this you know this episode was victory celebration from Return of the Jedi by Galactic Empire, taken from their excellent new album, Special Edition. But before we start talking a bit more about Galactic Empire, it's time to introduce my partner in crime, co-host, Mr. Carl Mooncat Drums Bayless. How are you doing, sir? Good, thank you. How are you? 
I'm all good, all good, all good. Finally, over all the con crud and various yes. illnesses that we had after celebration. And yeah, yeah, we're. Uh... I was, I was going to say fighting fit, but <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> the, the same words almost left my mouth, and then I saw yeah. myself in the ca- webcam and thought, no. Yeah, no, no. yeah. <laughs> definitely not back to fighting weight. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> Heavyweight, <we> maybe. <laughs> yes. There we go. There we go. But uh, yes, so Galactic Empire, the new album came out on May the 5th. Whether that's a Revenge of the Fifth link, I don't know. But very good it is too. And uh, I got a copy as a belated birthday present. So thank you very much to my co-host, Mr. Greg. Very, very much appreciated. So thank you for that. Uh, very welcome. It, it is a brilliant album. And no Bothan spies died in bringing us this information. But they have announced in the last couple of weeks a UK and European tour for the end of 2023. Mm-hmm. Now, now they were due to come over. Uh, was it? Was it last year? I was going to say uh, March. I was going to say, but I could be totally wrong. I think it was June time originally last year. Yeah, could be right. But uh, that didn't materialise for whatever reason. But they've announced now a really, really comprehensive tour, taking in lots of dates, as I say throughout the UK and Europe. So between November the 5th and 19th they will be going to Barcelona, Paris, London, Manchester, Glasgow, Birmingham, Harlem in the Netherlands or Harlem, Frankfurt, Prague, Copenhagen, Hamburg, Warsaw and Berlin. So get yourself over to either their Facebook page or Pure Noise Records to uh, check out the dates and if you if you just Google Galactic Empire Tour 2023, other search engines are available. Um, <laughs> Indeed, yeah, and, and hopefully I'm going to try and get myself along to the Glasgow Cat House show. Cat House is a great wee venue in Glasgow. Yeah, the Birmingham venue is the Asylum, which is a really, really good rock venue. Um, I've been there several times and uh, it's a really really good venue and i have a ticket so uh, yes so i shall be uh, i should be taking in the uh, the evening so if any of our listeners are planning to go to either the glasgow show or the birmingham show be sure to uh, keep your eyes peeled for strange-looking gentlemen, possibly wearing Roosevelt shirts. Well, that may not narrow it down too much. No, the matching <laughs> ones, as we record this yes, uh, yes, right now, complete. we're wearing the same shirt. Yes, yes. <laughs> this was not planned. No, no, but uh, layers of Mandalorian. It's a classic. It's a yeah, absolute yeah. classic. Very, very summery, very, very airy. That that is the one the one thing I have I have found so. Yeah, sort of skipping a little bit ahead of the. Although, did we we mentioned we mentioned Roosevelt's purchases in uh, the celebration show, didn't we? Since then, I have done several gigs wearing Roosevelt shirts. They are brilliant. Yes. Really, really nice and airy for uh, hitting drums in. I'm thinking if Darth Elvis ever comes back for live shows, uh, I might have to change what I wear on stage because it's so warm wearing the robes and jumpsuits yeah. and 
a Roosevelt shirt, <laughs> with matching shorts, a bit of a Roosevelt tux would be yeah. quite uh, quite pleasant on stage, I think. So you, ne- you never know; you might be able to get them to do a Darth Elvis Roosevelt. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, guys, <laughs> make it make it so. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you if you if you build them, it, I yes. will come out of retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, Galactic Empire on tour. Check out the new album and, uh, as I say, get yourselves along to the shows. We, you know, we always say support the artists we play, and yeah, we, we shall be doing just that and uh, hopefully see some of you down there. So there's, there's been a couple of disturbances in the force. <laughs> disturbances in the force. Yeah. A couple of the Panther gents have put a ring on it. Yes, indeed. So, since our last recording, our Darth Elvis and Friends cohort, video lightsaber rotoscoper extraordinaire, puppeteer, drummer with Blues Harvest, Mr. Andy Lith, and uh, his wonderful now wife, Safi, tied the knot, and fellow Fanta, Mr. Paul Naylor, and his partner, Mandy, also uh, got married on the same day. So, uh, congratulations to all of you. Congrats, guys. Yeah, I think, uh, I think everybody's uh, sort of just getting into the, the, the swing of married life and seeing <laughs> Facebook posts of like, oh, it's a month ago, and all that. So, uh, I, I was, only the thing I'm disappointed about was that Paul didn't book the Rancor Keepers for his wedding. For, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have walked him down the aisle in Rancor Keeper gear. And... That's it. That's <laughs> it. I'm more disappointed that he hasn't reprised the... Uh, Mayor Mokshay's uh, administrator. Yeah, you know, he, could, he, he could have been there at the reception going, Have you got an appointment? <laughs> oh, you're on table, uh, so and so. And Andy's and Safi's wedding table plan was a work of absolute genius. So each table was named or, like after a classic film. So as you walked in, they'd got like um, artwork of like a stack of old VHS videos with the, the labels of the films down the sides and then the names of all the people that are on each of those tables so uh, I'm guessing that is the work of Mr Lith oh it must be he, yeah. you know, his, his talent knows no bounds so no, uh, no. yes very 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 cool very smart I, I enjoyed enjoyed seeing the pictures of that and uh, yeah great concept and uh, wish all of you a long and happy uh, married life and oh. uh, yeah we'll see you out there soon hopefully and uh, it's been fun gigging with you in fact Andy's Andy's just off on tour I was going to say yeah, Andy's away on tour with Curtis Ellis and he's rock and roll circus or circus something? yeah so he's yeah. playing some dates across the UK and uh, other Andy news Blues Harvest has been announced as opening up the Blue Dot Festival. Blue Dot Festival at Jodrell Bank, yes. So, Which is uh, going to be a, a cracking gig, so congrats to the, the gents in Blues Harvest. Indeed. Uh, 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 an awesome, awesome festival gig. Yes. If you're going to Blue Dot, get yourselves down there early and uh, mm. see the Blues Harvest boys do their thing and uh, get everybody... Uh, Blood pumping. Going, going nice and early. Yes. Get your space down the front. That's it. So... So it's been a while since we've last spoke. Obviously, after the last last episode, we were re- reminiscing about hashtag Cantina and 
obviously celebration and our bank balances being uh, annihilated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> shortly, shortly thereafter, we had May the 4th. Yes. <laughs> and uh, once again, our bank balances being annihilated. Indeed. So, yeah, it's it's become a bit of a phenomenon these days. It seems that anybody who's got uh, half a half a license and or an interest in the license of Star Wars saves up all these wonderful new product launches for May the Fourth and goes, look at all these lovely exclusives. <laughs> and everybody goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> if only I hadn't just had a really expensive week in London. Yeah. Um, I could have bought some more lovely things. And um, amongst the lovely things that were released on May the 4th, the excellent Theory 11, who make the really nice premium casino-style playing cards, really, really good quality card stock. I know I've got several of the Star Wars decks and a couple of the Beatles decks. I've got Elvis, courtesy of yourself. And, uh, yes, yes. Star Wars pack as well, I want to see. Yeah, there's uh, some James Bond ones as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really nice. Really really nice custom artwork on the, the actual playing cards themselves. So you've got images of like Vader and Luke and Leia and things like that for the kings and queens. And, uh, and they released two of their more popular designs the vader king of spades and the x-wing ace of spades as sort of like premium artwork prints yeah 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 yeah. what about the joker sorry had to get that in there (laughs) you didn't mention the ace of spades what about the joker yes good old lemmy good old lemmy yes who they've also released a new album in the last couple of weeks oh of, of all things, Motorhead live at the Montreux Jazz Festival. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. So, there we go. Obviously, obviously uh, uh, you know, uh, an archive thing, but... Uh, anyway, yes, so uh, the- Theory 11 released these posters, and um, yes, at a marginally eye-watering $125 a piece, but really, really nice artwork. So, if... Uh, Artwork and playing cards are your thing. Then head over to Theory Eleven and check those out because they say the cards are not that expensive. Mm. I think they're about I work out about eight nine pounds a deck. Yeah, which right. sounds a lot for a pack of playing cards, but uh, they are really really premium quality. And uh, so the the artwork and the the actual boxes themselves are absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah, stunning. Yeah. And, uh, they're definitely uh, sort of foil embossed boxes, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the kind of card you'd want to play Scabby Queen with in your no. school playground like we used to as children. No, no. And it, yeah. You'd have no knuckles left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, all, all good stuff there. And then, as we've already mentioned them once during the show, our, uh, our friends at Roosevelt's are... Uh, are becoming masters of uh, tapping into the Star Wars fandom and having already purchased a couple of shirts at Celebration, uh, they rolled out a whole batch of new designs for May the 4th. Yeah, shirts, shorts, koozies. My bank account had only just covered and then uh, 
Yeah, in the last couple of days, in, in Father's Day, in fact, the I Am Your Father's Day collection came collection out. Collection came so. out as well, yes. So, so uh, they are, are, are doing a sterling job of uh, the designs. Which ones did you pick up, Carl? So from the May the 4th collection, I got the... It's a trap! That which, was an essential. Which seems to have gone down really, 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 really well. For those of you that haven't seen it, head over to Roosevelt's and look up the uh, the design. It's it's a kind of really loud pop art collage of uh, pictures of Akbar. So uh, yeah, really really nice. And I I think there was a lot of people as soon as that design was uh, teased went yeah that's that's the one I'm getting. So it didn't hang around very long. There was also a Japanese film poster for the Revenge of the Jedi, sort of red with Vader's Vader and Luke and the large sort of Vader head. Yep. Um, from the Revenge of the Jedi poster. Uh, so that there was that one. There was a Jabba's Palace Pals. Jabba's Palace Pals, which was. A sort of like black shirt with various creatures and yeah, you had Ula and Bip Fortuna, Max Rebo, oh. yeah, yeah all all in sort of slightly psychedelicy colours, you know, a, a nice sort of random repeating pattern. And then the, for the uh, the toy collectors out there, there was the uh, Rankles. I can't remember what it was called now. I was going to say Vancouver's Delight. I don't know if that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what I was going to say. And then I was thinking... If it's rap, not, it should have been. Delight. It's Rapper's Delight. <laughs> if it's not called that, that's what it should have been called. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the old three, three and three-quarter scale Rancor and uh, a Gamorrean. A Gamorrean. Yeah. Ran- Rancor Rhapsody. Rancor Rhapsody. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and the trilogy's end was the one of our releases, which was a uh, multicolored uh, in different locations, so you could buy it. But if Roosevelt's, it was one color. I think it was yeah, Disney Comic Con was a different yeah. color, and then yeah, Disney. So that's that's the other one I got was the trilogy's end. Well, I went a bit wild, so I got the Revenge of the Jedi Japanese <laughs> poster shirt. I got the It's a Trap shirt and shorts, so uh, my first Roosevelt's Tux, which I've been wearing all over the shop. In fact, I did a little recording at the weekend for a special occasion coming up, wear my tux for that. And uh, Jabba's Palace Pals was the other one I went for. Um, I would have loved to have got the whole set, but I would have got uh, kneecapped by my wife. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously... As I mentioned, they also just released a lovely collection for Father's Day. Yes. There you had Like My Father Before Me, which is a cool overprint of... Yeah, that that was... Re- I really liked that one. It's cool. Luke and Vader fighting with the Emperor, kind of in, looming yeah, in the background. in the background. Big and bold. Uh, Little Troopers, which is the one I went for. Bought that for myself and my youngest... Uh, not my youngest, my eldest, Elliot. Don't listen, Elliot, because uh, it was a surprise. That had to be done because it had my favourite trooper on it, the um, Shore Trooper. That yes. was essential. There was 3D Vader, which is a really cool black shirt with red 3D style Darth Vader helmet. Yeah, yeah, that that's really nice. 
the Imperial I'd like, March. I'd, I'd like to know. I'd like to know if the uh, if the three D one works with the the old red and blue three D glasses. Oh, we need to try that. Yeah, we need to try that. Imperial March with obviously Vader over it and Dada Dum. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was that was one of the ones. If if I'd have gone for anything from that collection, that was possibly the one I would have gone for. Just because it's like dum 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 da dum dum da dum. <laughs> like brilliant. yes. There was Galactic Bounty, which is an awesome Boba Fett kind of Oliver print. Yes. And the last one uh, was the other one I had my eye on, which I will hopefully pick up uh, maybe when I'm in the States next month. But uh, the Ultimate Weapon Roper shirt. Um, yes. I was falling in love with the Roper shirts. They do. Uh, having just bought as well, in between these two releases, uh, Lucasfilm related, uh, they also did a whole Indi- Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones collection. And they're, and they're currently knocking out some 100th anniversary Disney ones as well. Yeah, and they've got say, San Diego Comic-Con coming up next month, so there'll be some... I think that I believe they're also, they're in the Lucasfilm pavilion at San Diego Comic-Con, which I suspect means it'll be a Star Wars exclusives again at, yeah. that, at, at their stall. So, and, uh, and haven't they just released a G.I. Joe shirt as well? A collection, yes. Again, my bank yeah. balance can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> having, having grown up with two sets of action figures, well, multiple sets of action figures, I was a little obsessed with, but the two main ones were Star Wars and Action Force slash G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So G.I. Joe to the Americans, Action Force for us, but I saw those released last night. I was like, oh my God, I want to buy these as well. But my wardrobe can't handle it, and my yes. wallet can't handle it. Uh, yes. I think I'm sitting at the... I want to say 30 result shirts now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to have a, ward- a wardrobe clear out to make space for uh, any more. For any more. Oh, there we go. Where's my work shirts now? Now I work from home and I'm not very often on camera. Uh, and when I'm on camera, I try to wear a less colourful uh, Roosevelt <laughs> shirt, so... No, great work as usual from uh, the team at Roosevelt's knocking yeah. out the park. Yeah, so I'm not not as uh, steeped in uh, Roosevelt's collecting as uh, as you, but um, yeah, the the shirts that I've picked up they've just been very. I say they're just so comfortable, and uh, I've, uh, I've I've now adopted them as my gigging shirts. So. <laughs> quite right. Quite well right. done. Well done. Well done. And thank you very much. Shall we have some more music, sir? I think we should. So, also taking the opportunity to uh, not cash in necessarily, but uh, take advantage of the additional promotion and general love for Star Wars that happens around May the 4th. We uh, we, we, we went on a little bit of a Bandcamp Friday shopping spree. And uh, had a, had a look round for some new Star Wars music, and lo and behold, I think we played a track from them on the last show. But there was a new track by Blue Milk Run. I think we played uh, an Obi Wan track by them in the last show. Yeah. But this one jumped out because it's called One Way Out. So a nice nod to. Uh, the uh, inmates at uh, Narkina 5 and uh, Kino Loy Swimming Club. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, 
check them out on Bandcamp. This is Blue Milk Run and their song One Way Out.
the awesome Blue Milk Run with One Way Out as Carl said go and check them out on Bandcamp buy some of their tunes and if, if it happens to be the first Friday of the month that's a perfect time to do it because all the money will go to Blue Milk Run so yeah, support the artists and uh, yeah and tell them Desert Planet Discs sent you indeed indeed so Again, since we last recorded, uh, Mandalorian Season 3 has come to an end. Looking back, what are your overall thoughts for the third season? Yeah, it kind of sneaked up on me a little bit because obviously we, we got the... We were lucky enough to see the penultimate... Was it the penultimate episode? I think it was, yes. wasn't it? At, yes. um, at Celebration. So I watched that again when it was actually broadcast and then uh, that sort of rolled into the the final episode um yeah i know a lot of people have have sort of said oh yeah what it sort of got away from the din and grogu story perhaps a little bit more than a lot of people thought it would and therefore they weren't overly uh, overly pleased by that but I've long been of the opinion that The Mandalorian was going to be a all-encompassing title of whoever the Mandalorian featured in the story was going to be at that point. So I mm. thought I th- when they announced the Book of Boba Fett, I actually thought we were going to st- actually move away from the Din and Grogu story and move into the Boba Fett story and then maybe have a season or two seasons of that and then move into the Bo-Katan story and yes they might you might get people uh, you know characters um, appearing cameoing um, yeah you know coming in, into into the various shows but all in all it was going to be a, a more generic kind of like Doctor Who yeah you know the the, the, the lead actor changes but it's still called Doctor Who, you know, yep. slight, slightly different because you, you're not talking about, you know, a singular character that can regenerate, regenerate and change their appearance. But the Mandalorian was covering the focus character of that series or whatever yeah. it was. I, I, I think really what they did, they kind of needed to do. Mm. Because there's only so much you can really do with Din and Grogu. Yeah, absolutely. And they've kind of covered most of that off. Yes, they get into a bit of a scrape. Mando gets his butt kicked and 
Grogu goes, oh, look, I've got forcey powers, and saves the day. And becomes Din Grogu. And becomes Din Grogu. Um, so I, th- I think the other stuff about sort of reclaiming Mandalore and the rise of Moff Gideon and his uh, remnants, as it were, but I think what they obviously did surprise us with, really, in uh, in that sort of finale, and obviously from the announcements at the celebration, it kind of makes sense now that um, Moff Gideon and the uh, the other former Imperials were really kind of paving the way for Thrawn to return. Yeah. Which is uh, obviously going to be part of the Ahsoka series. And then the culmination of that, as uh, I think we dubbed it at Celebration, the uh, Mandoverse Assemble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, just, or just the Mandoverse in America, because, you know, named in different places. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the, uh, yeah, that kind of Avengers style crossover movie to tie up all the ends from Mandalorian, Ahsoka, you know, Book of Boba, whatever other shows they want or, you know, storylines they want to sort of tie up, be it some of the Rebels, you know, characters, obviously that we've seen most of them are potentially going to be in uh, the Ahsoka series, so... Or Rebel Season 5. Yes, Rebel Season 5, as a lot of people are doing <laughs> it. So, yeah, so I, th- I think they, they kind of had to deviate away from just Din and Grogu getting to another few scrapes because they're trying to build a bigger story branching out into several areas to pull all these characters in for this then climactic formation of the... Uh, the first order yeah yeah it, it, it was it, i really enjoyed the series i think it, it, it was great um obviously there was been some complaints about some episodes won't go into that in much detail you know the appearance of jack and lizzo didn't bother me that much Not, unlike you know book of boba fett and the, the skittle scooters i really enjoyed it i thought it was great Nifisaur appearance and the whole bo story and Moff Gideon and those kind of um, his sort of Beskar armoured troopers yeah and then oh obviously with I'm a huge Last Jedi fan the Praetorian Guards in there as well just uh, that was the icing on the cake for me I really really enjoyed season 3 excited to see where season 4 goes and uh, obviously with Din Jaren and Din Grugu in their little place on uh, Navarro yeah and where the story's going to take us next. Yeah. Although I, I guess there's a lot of people wondering where the story's going to go next because obviously, as we record, there is uh, a lot of stuff that isn't already in production is uh, is being delayed quite a lot because of uh, the Writers Guild of America are currently striking. Of course, yeah. yeah. So there is... I think they've already announced, I think that it will impact Mando season four. There's also the possibility that some of the some of the films that they announced at celebration uh, will be impacted. I think I think James Mangold, who's obviously uh, been out doing the press trail for Indy Five, 
has sort of said they, they've kind of got the the outline but the you know the rest of the 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 story i think i think they said they got the beginning and the end and it's just the middle they're trying to flesh out but yeah. um because of the writer's strike that's now uh, on hold so uh and he's also just announced he's doing swamp thing as well for DC. yes yes but, uh, but excited about yeah the, again waiting strike yeah there's a lot of things that potentially could be announced that aren't going to happen for a good while because because of this strike so um obviously you know i i don't know the the full ins and outs of all the uh been proposed and the the objections of the writers guild but uh, i know it comes back to the argument that scarlett johansson was having with disney about payment for streaming and uh, you know streaming residuals and repeat fees and things like that over mm-hmm. the conventional tv scheduling yeah so clearly there's uh, there's a lot to be worked out in that arena uh, you know how people do get repeat fees and things like that where you used to get you know if, if in the uk it, it'd be on dave tv before too long um <laughs> Or ITV2 at Christmas. Or, yeah, or ITV2. But, you know, those those sort of things, it's re-syndicated. There's a new deal. With streaming, you know, people can be watching it for years to come. On loop. Yeah. I wanted to. And uh, it's, it's only fair that people are, uh, you know, fairly recompensed for their work. And if something does become a bit of a sleeper hit or, you know, is a massive hit and generates you know loads and loads of money for disney then you know actors writers production crew you know everybody involved really deserves a a share of uh share of that success so uh absolutely hope hope it's all resolved satisfactorily and selfishly from the uh the consumer's point of view i hope it's resolved swiftly so we uh everybody can get back to uh in, enjoying what these guys put out yeah, yeah. I guess uh, before we move on to another piece of music, the other project I guess has been a- directly affected Star Wars wise is Andor season two, which yes. uh, was well underway, but is uh, now on hold until the the writer mm. writer strikes resolved. But um, to keep you tidied over until then, Pampa Tracks' very own Paul McHugh has been back and forth to the Kruikan Dam in Argyll and Butte, getting some excellent screen matching photos to the locations there, drone footage, uh, all of which is uh, coming up on the fan for tracks website and social media, Instagram, Facebook, etc. So um, go and check out all the hard work Paul's been doing. He's, I think he's pretty much living there now. He's been, he had his tent there at the weekend. It's, uh, he, had, I, he, he had his tent there and I think he got one of those like um, 360 time-lapse cameras. Yes. So uh, that that promises to uh, hopefully yield some fairly impressive results. But the 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 drone footage he shot of like flying up the the valley up towards the dam and stuff like that is is just stunning. So uh, yeah, keep keep your eyes on fantastracks.com because the, the, there's some real real treats in there. Almost like watching um, biomes. Yes, absolutely. And very absolutely. reminiscent of that. 
and uh, hats off to him as well because I, I think the his test footage was his his literal first attempt at flying a drone and the test footage is stunning it's like yeah it's incredible that's your first attempt at flying a drone like I'd be like yeah. sideways into trees and god knows what yeah yeah it's, uh, so, so yeah, uh, go and check out all his hard work on uh, fanfortracks.com yeah. and on the Instagram uh, social sites shall we have some more music yes why not so this is a uh, an act that uh, you discovered on I want to say Facebook and uh, but it's on YouTube. Yeah. So I it's found, a... found the video on YouTube first. Ah, okay. They are on Bandcamp as well. So um... brilliant. So there's a group called Sub Radio. Um, go check them out. As Carl said, on Bandcamp and on YouTube. And this is their version of the Killers, Mr. Brightside, currently titled Mr. Darkside.
You're listening to Fantatracks. Flip through the galaxy of literature with Cannon Fodder hosts Brian Cameron, Matt Booker, Mark Newbold, and Mark Mulcaster. Count me in. Spin round the rim with Desert Planet Discs. Your musical journey through the space lanes with your hosts, Carl Bayless and Greg Robertson. The hottest tunes this side of Mos Eisley. Get the latest news, interviews, reviews, and much more on Making Tracks with your hosts, Mark Newbold and Mark Mulcaster. Like an Ewok battle wagon out of control. Join hosts Claire Henry and a rotating panel of guest hosts for the podcast that's full of hope. Hope. Planet Leia. I love you. I know. It's time to head south with the Fantha from Down Under, Adam O'Brien. Oh, get out of mind. Hey, gallon. <laughs> Start your engines with Paul Naylor and Mark Newbold as they lift the hood on starships, airspeeders, swoops, capital ships, and more from across the cosmos. And for everything in one location, daily news, reviews, interviews, podcasts, video and social media feeds, bookmark FanthaTracks.com. For Star Wars News 24-7-365. Sub Radio there with Mr. Darkside. Uh, really enjoyable parody version of Mr. Brightside by The Killers. So, uh, as I say, the, vi- the video is pretty cool. So uh, check that out on YouTube. And you can uh, get their music from Bandcamp. So uh, head over there and uh, check them out on there as well. So, sticking with the May the 4th theme, obviously we've covered shopping and we've covered musical releases, but the other people obviously are not going to miss out on a chance for uh, a, a Star Wars exclusive or three on uh, May the 4th are our old pals at Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, lots of, lots of uh, Disney store merch... Uh, I think it was largely cantina themed. It year. was, yeah, yeah. I, I customized some of the pictures, to say, so it said uh, hashtag cantina. I sent sent them to uh, yeah. Martin, Mark, and Jed. And went, uh, I think your lawyers need to be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, also we had not quite as much as, or not quite as many different things as we've had in previous years, um, but we got. The Maggie Simpson short, which was a, a Star Wars themed, literally like two, three minute episode, if you want, yeah. if you can call it that, of uh, Maggie flying off in uh, Grogu's pram. But the piece de resistance, which uh, obviously got some coverage at Celebration, was Young Jedi Adventures. Young Jedi Adventures. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, in fact, our booth at uh, Celebration wasn't far from the uh, the, the kids' stage, so uh, we knew all about Young Jedi Adventures, which, although it is obviously aimed at like preschool kids, I've watched quite a lot of, and I really enjoyed it. I need to watch a bit more of it. I've not, I think, because I'm expecting my younger kids to kind of delve into it, uh, mm. and they really haven't. We watched one episode, I think, and maybe a couple of the shorts prior to that coming out on May fourth. Mm. Um, so I will, I will revisit it. Yeah, in my own time. It's definitely. I mean, my daughter is a late teenager now, but certainly 
from the the days of the old uh, Disney Junior. It's very much in the same vein as like Doc McStuffins and yeah. Sophia the First and all those sort of things and Dora the Explorer, which is obviously Nickelodeon. But, hey. yeah. but yeah, it's it's very much like sort of promoting good behaviour and good morals through the actions of the Jedi. And hopefully, you know, it is it is going to hook in some of those preschool kids into uh, Star Wars. I don't think it's it's really one of those things that there's going to be too much canon attached to in terms of you'll see those characters appear as older characters in the next live action series or something like that. You know, it's it I don't think that's its its purpose really, but um it's you know, it's enjoyable enough. Absolutely. It's worth a watch, especially if you've got younger kids and uh, yeah. they haven't, you've maybe tried with Clone Wars or Resistance or Rebels or the movies. Yeah. And I'm not quite taken to it. I would put it in a similar... Lego Star Wars gives you something for everyone. Yeah. Uh, adults included, but it's a good entry point for kids. And I think this would probably fit into that build. Yeah, definitely. Well. Definitely. So, uh, what's to remember though? The Maggie special is called Rogue Not Quite One. That's it. Yes. But yes, yeah. I, I, you were you weren't going to introduce uh, Young Jedi Adventures there. I, uh, well, I, you don't know. <laughs> well, I do. I, I'm looking at yes. the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> yes, the long-awaited, especially by us, because we enjoyed the first season so much. Star Wars Visions Season 2 so, Yeah, so just to recap for anybody who's uh, not familiar with it so Visions Season 1 was a collaboration between Lucasfilm and various anime and Japanese animation, animation houses to create some new Star Wars stories in a variety of animation styles but yeah, very, very, very much geared towards the different styles within anime of uh, you know animation, and uh, was absolutely brilliant. Really, really well done. I know, were stunning. Yeah, you're you're a big fan as a, as am I of uh, the Ronin. Yeah, the duel uh, is my favourite episode still from yeah. both seasons. Uh, I've got the. One of the statues and Funko Pops and the book and obviously the Roosevelt shirt. Roosevelt shirt, yes. Uh, which um, they released more of on the website not that long ago. Um, yeah, yeah, restock. But yeah, love love the duel. Yeah, and I'm, I'm quite excited about the prospect of obviously celebration going back to Japan. What kind of merch we'll get? Star Wars Visions influenced, mm, especially definitely um, season one influenced. Yeah. So, so, so we rattle off. So we take. Uh, let's take turnabout of the the, the okay. titles and the studios. Yes. I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. So this time around, they threw it open to different animation houses from all around the world. So you've got a lot of different influences coming in this time, and a lot of different styles. So. The first episode was Sith by the El Guri Animation Studio. Then we had Screechers Reach by Cartoon Saloon, which I think said Irish. That's an Irish studio, isn't it? I think yes. It was a Windtalkers. Yes. Yes. Wind yes. Yeah. Then you got In the Stars by Punk Robot. 
I am your mother by UK Legends Ardman Studios. Yes, I I was very much like that one. It's not it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but that really did tickle me. Crack an episode, grow it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, famed for Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit and things like that. So uh, very very British humour in places. Absolutely. Um, and- but uh, yeah, I, I did quite like that one. So then you've got Journey to the Dark Head by Studio Mia. And then we had The Spy Dancer, Studio La Cachette. The Bandits of Golak by 88 Pictures. The Pit by Diart, Shart, Adjo and Lucasfilm. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. And rounding off with Owl's Song by Triggerfish. Yeah, so which which ones were standouts for you, sir? Oh, standouts for me. Sith was very good. Possibly one of the ones that most echoed the first series. Mm. Um, it was it was a, a very sort of odd animation style, sort of quite black and white, and then splurges of colour. And mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed that. I am your mother was just I, I loved that and <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it in fact uh, if you head over to fanthatracks.com um, we did a sort of round table where various of the uh, contributors to the site and podcasters and various of us all took it in turns to review our favourite episodes so uh, I doubled down and uh, did that one did a bit of reading up about it as well before I did my uh, my review, and um, you need to do that before the podcast, Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should read stuff before we do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, or write it out so I know what I'm going to say. But yeah, that, we like to be spontaneous, though. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Where's 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 the fun in reading it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so that that was really good fun. Bandits of Golak was really good as well. Very strong Indian influence in that one. Uh, yeah, I think my personal favourite was the Journey to Darkhead by Studio Mir, which I, uh, again, that's the one I reviewed for Fan for Tracks on the site, our round table. That's the one I kind of felt stylistically was similar to the tone of the first season. Hmm. I love the design of the Sith in that episode. It was really cool. I would probably say my second favourite was The Bandits of Golak. It's a great, great episode, as you say, very uh, Indian stylistically. And one other thing I wanted to point out was the fact that you had a, a mini rig in, I think it was a Spy Dancer, had one of the classic mini rigs you got, um, mm. the one with the wheels you could push down. Yeah, and, yeah. That was in, I think it was the Spy Dancer, the French Studios one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, vastly different stories, really different styles this time. And massively different tonally as well. Yeah, I thought, I thought I thought the first one was very. It was very Jedi centric. Yes, you know which obviously the parallels between the Kurosawa and the samurai films and the Jedi and everything that was obviously something they the the studios wanted to explore and play on a little bit, um, but yes, you've still got lots of Jedi Sith type things going on in all of these, but. Yeah. portrayed in such a different way and 
I, I mean, again, to go back to Amy and Mother, you, you've got Dennis Lawson reprising the role of uh, <laughs> Wedge, but just in such a funny way. He's just like, yes, you can get my uh, Wedge merchandise at the merchandise stand. <laughs> and it, it, there's, there's all sorts. And again, if, if you if you look in my uh, my review on the site, there's lots and lots and lots of little gags in there. Yeah. The, I mean, that's the thing with some of those Aardman animations, the Wallace and Gromit's, the Chicken Run, things like that. There's often little things going on just out of the main focus. There are other little gags going on and, uh, you know, sort of side jokes and in-jokes and things like that. And there's loads of Star Wars ones in there. There's a... There's, there's a merch stand as they go through the um, the marketplace called Touched by the Hand of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got like his his hat and the the macro binoculars and <laughs> then his hand and the lightsaber and so it's just like yeah, really 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 silly in one way, but just really good fun and nice. If we aren't ever going to see uh, Star Wars detours which yeah. I do think would be a massive, massive shame. I think this is kind of, that is almost like a stepping stone towards something like Star Wars Detours. Yeah. You know, yeah, the humor. You're proving, you're proving that you can, you can take the Star Wars universe, you can do humorous things. And, you know, it's not detracting from the seriousness of some of the other episodes. You know, it's it's not massively linked in canon yes if you're taking some of the main characters and portraying them in you know strange you know, strange new character traits then maybe they think that is going to undermine some of the the legacy characters but i just put it out there and let people decide yeah absolutely yeah get out there come on may the 4th 2024 yeah. star wars detours that's it Hi. Oh well. So we're almost at the end of another show, sir. But before we get on to our last piece of music, there was some sad, a couple of bits of sad news actually recently. Sadly, Ray Stevenson, who is going to be in, or is in the Ahsoka series, passed yes. away last month. Who was a, you know, looks at a, such a larger than life character, and really excited to see what he brings to Star Wars. Um, really talented actor. Um, so some sad news there. And um, the other bit of a, a blow we got was that uh, the Halcyon Star Cruiser's closing. Yes. Its last voyage is end of September. End of September, yeah. So uh, I know certainly you were planning on uh, trying to get across there. And uh, Indeed. Fellow Panther Claire Henry had got a, uh, a trip booked but sadly for October and because of uh, family commitments and school holidays and things like that that was about the only time they could go uh, so she's now not able to go so uh, oh. gutting gutting for them and obviously anybody else that had uh, got stuff booked that hasn't been able to reschedule it but again kind of I won't say not surprising because 
I mean, I don't know what the level of bookings has been like, but there do seem to have been quite a few people that have gone. Mm. Even in the circle of people that I know, people that have gone and have paid to go, not the uh, the sort of the press type influencers and people like that that got to go, you know, for the uh, the opening and things like that to uh, you know sort of almost sell it to everybody. So yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame. I do think they'd kind of pitched it slightly wrong. Yeah. Um, you know. Certainly place-wise, because that's, yes. I think, the big, big and, issue. And that's, that's, that's basically what's killed it, is, you know, with the greatest will in the world, if you're going to Florida... For, Especially from the UK. Yeah. from Or, from, or yeah. outside the America, it's yeah. uh, hugely expensive. Yeah, it's, you know... Before it's, you get there. It's expensive <laughs> enough for the rest of your holiday to then double the cost of your holiday for what is effectively a two-day experience. Yes, it's not dissimilar to a Disney cruise, mm. um, you know, on one of the cruise ships. But I just think it's it's been prohibitively expensive for the majority of fans who would have got the most out of it. Yeah, and I think when they announced that uh, they were doing a special Camtono cocktail, which is going to cost you five grand. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't get this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's the kind of thing. It is it is cool, and I say, people that I know that have been on it have said, you know, it is like you are in a Star Wars film. Yeah, which is great, but that's that's a lot of money to pay for a two day experience, and you've got to you've got to you've got to think as well. Certainly, if it was me, I'm massively into Star Wars. My daughter's into it a bit when we went to Batu for her birthday last year. She she was enjoying it, got in with all the lightsaber stuff. We went to the cantina and she knew what was going on. But my wife is just completely not interested. Yeah. So it would you know expensive it be, trip for yeah, yeah, and she'd be like, Well, this is two days of my holiday that I'm not able to get out out and about and walk around in the sunshine. Yeah. So it is one of those things. Uh, it's a shame. And I'd, I'd kind of like to see them repurpose it slightly. Make it a little bit more affordable for everyone. Well, yeah. Or, Star Wars or, is for everyone. Yeah. Or even not necessarily utilize the, the rooms, the bedroom sort of hotel room bit, but maybe have some sort of experience come you know, other attractions within the main bits of the ship, in inverted commas, mm. that, you know, becomes part of a Star Wars experience. So you, you could potentially do a put-down version of the experience, but, you know, it's it's kind of like half a day. Yeah, my head's kind of going the direction and uh, thinking about, like, secret cinema, or what they yeah, did with... Yeah, uh, that, that kind of thing. So it's, it, it's, it's an immersive... It's an immersive story ride, almost. Yeah. And you can go and you can you can do it, or you can just go and sort of look around, like there are other bits of Disney that you can go into a park and you can just look around and go, oh, this this is like Cinderella's castle. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not a ride as such, but it's part of the park that you can go to that is themed 
around a certain thing and if you wanted to make it slightly more interactive then you could get into the whole if you've got an iPad or a phone or a tablet or whatever you can pick up like a treasure hunt type thing in there and go off and so I, I think it would be a shame if it's just kind of mothballed yeah, and they don't do anything with it because I think from from what I've seen of the pictures and videos of the actual fittings, how it's sort of fitted out, uh, you know, it, it would be a shame to waste that. Yeah, but how they actually repurpose it would be the the difficult one, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I guess uh, we'll find out in, in time. Um, yes. What they're going to do with that. But um, sad news, but I guess every cloud has a silver lining. They uh, did release. Again, for May the 4th. May the 4th. Before they made this announcement. Yeah. They, they released the Galactic Star Cruiser album. So you've got the. Um, Gaia. The, yeah, Gaia from the Galactic Star Cruiser Entertainment, her songs. And I guess some of the other music that you would have heard on and around the uh, the Halcyon. So uh, it is actually quite quite enjoyable. Listen, I picked up. It's only on streaming services at the moment, which again, physical products, please. As we've seen with Disney Plus, the fact that it's on a streaming service today doesn't mean it will be there tomorrow. Yeah, I oh, more sad news obviously losing Willow and other yes. shows from from Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. yeah, obviously, uh, obviously Bob Iger's hard drive's getting full, so he, he needed to uh, delete a few things off to uh, make room for some of the uh, the other new shows. Yeah, like Secret Invasion, which I've started watching. Which... Oh yeah, that's that's maybe uh, something I'll be doing shortly. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, very good, very good. Ah, good, because uh, I have to be honest, the, the Marvel TV shows so far haven't really floated my boat too much. Mm. I find most of them disappointing. This, you, you got Samuel L. Jackson and Olivia Coleman in this, so it's like, hmm, okay. It's a, it's a good start. Yeah. It's a good start. <laughs> I did like, obviously I did like One Division. I really like One Division, but... Mm. Um, I enjoyed one, that's one division, not like one direction. One direction, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> my mouth almost said it. Disgusting. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go and watch that. That's 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 the evening sorted. There you go. There you go. So yeah. So to uh, to, to round out this uh, this latest episode, uh, because we. <laughs> we need to go and put some more money in the electric meter, which obviously we haven't got because we spent it all on uh, May the fourth. So, um, yes, one of the, one of the other things that uh, I found on my, uh, I think I think it was May the May the fifth, wasn't it? Was the Friday? Yes, May the fifth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was my uh, my Bandcamp Friday uh, purchasing day, and uh, found yet another. Star Wars uh, themed album um, this time the cover caught me first of all because the cover is the old uh, Bespin Cloud Car Pilot three and three quarter inch figure which is one of my favourites uh, from uh, back in the day and the artist is called Cloud City Soundtrack 
it's a collection of I think it's about 15, 20 songs. Some of them are only like a couple of minutes long, but uh, yeah, quite humorous uh, little ditties about various uh, various things. We'll be bringing you lots and lots of uh, nuggets from the album over uh, future shows. There's there's a brilliant brilliant one. How, how do you pronounce uh, Princess Leah? Is it Leah or is it Leia? There's no consistency in the films. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we will be bringing you plenty more from them. But to uh, whet your appetite for what's to come. And uh, again, if you like what if you like this one, head over to Bandcamp and uh, pick up a copy. But this is Admiral Akbar by Cloud City Soundtrack. This is Andy Seacom, otherwise known as a Watto, and you're listening to Fanta Tracks. And that was Admiral Akbar by the excellent Cloud City soundtrack. Go and check them out on Bandcamp and uh, download and purchase some great tunes. I'm afraid that takes us to the end of another episode, but fear not, fear not. You can meet some of the uh, Fanta team in the Star Wars zone at uh, London Film and Comic Con. Yes. in July, which is not too far away now, and some excellent Star Wars guests appearing there as, as normal, including Tamura Morrison and uh, Danny Trejo, which yes. I'm uh, gutted I'm going to miss, but uh, I'm going off on my summer holidays with the family and uh, hoping to visit the Disney 100 exhibition in Philadelphia so um, mm. yeah, I'll feed back on that in a future episode Yes. Can't make LFCC because, unsurprisingly, I have a gig. Oh, come on, Carl. When, when, <laughs> when are you not gigging? Now! Again! Now. It's like, yeah, right at this minute. Right this minute. But, but we have to wrap it up there because Carl's got to get off to another gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got another rehearsal for that gig. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, so um, 
yeah be sure to stop by the Star Wars Zone there'll be plenty going on there and uh, the guys will be hosting the uh, the little interview stage and things so uh, check out the Fanth booth there will almost certainly be some freebies for you to uh, to pick up and uh, if you do please get me and Greg something as well <laughs> yes and I, my recommendation is to try and go out for a curry with Mark Newbold and the Star Wars Sessions guys uh, who are also appearing in the Star Wars and, and of course Mr. Tree uh, all the cool stuff himself yes. looking after the uh, the zone again so yes Guthrie won't be there but uh, if you're going have a great time and say hello to the, the Fanta team on that note that about wraps us up so until next time it's a hot dang from me and it's a hot dang from him hot dang Thanks for listening to Desert Planet Discs. If you want to stay part of the action and up to date on all the latest Star Wars news, check out the Fantatrax app via the App Store on your mobile device. You can contact us via email at radioatfantatrax.com. Comment, like, and share on any of our social media feeds at Fantatrax and be sure to subscribe. Leave a review, preferably a five star one, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcatcher or smart speaker of choice. Don't forget to head to fantatracks.com forward slash radio, home of Fantatracks Radio, and follow us on our social media feeds at Fantatracks and bookmark fantatracks.com for all the latest in Star Wars news. I'll be waiting.